Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. Saturday, May 14th, 2022. Uh, hope, hope things are, are well with you. It's a beautiful, bright Saturday morning. And I literally just got out of bed. Uh, it is uh, about 7 a.m., a little before. Uh, busy day ahead of us. A couple things, uh, a couple necessary things we need to do. You know how that works on your day off, right? You got to get some stuff done. So uh, I hope that if you are hearing this on the 14th, on the Saturday, you have a good day. If you hear it any day, you have a good day. Uh, and if you're not having a good day, I hope that these podcasts help you have a better day or help you refocus or help you gain spiritually. Uh, you'll hear my cat in the background. Uh, probably some birds singing. It is an incredibly beautiful morning out. Um, I'm going to talk about dualism. I'm going to talk about one of the harder aspects of Oh, spiritual journey, excuse me, I open a window here. It's, it's just too nice not to have a window open, even with the external noise. Uh, I want to talk about living beyond right and wrong, black and white. And it's a difficult topic to talk about because we are so trained to live out of a sense of right and wrong, black and white, good and bad. Excuse me. Um, it's just part of, of, of what we have been trained to, uh, to think about when we look at reality. It's part of how we process and perceive everything. Now, let me say this, and here is why it's so difficult for us humans, is that you're probably thinking that if we live beyond right and wrong, then, you know, anything goes, right? If, if, if we live beyond uh, good and bad, anything goes. Well... Here's what I want to say before I launch into talking about dualism. Is that when you look at it from the perspective of your authentic self, a self that is based in love and grace, and if we can just for a moment think about the entirety of the human race living out of love, and I, that may sound naive to you. I, you know, I, I think it's possible, <laughs> maybe, as we evolve. But if we can think of, of, of that sort of loving species that we could be, where kindness and generosity would replace hate and selfishness, then we can begin to look at what it means to live beyond dualism. In other words, to understand non-dualistic thinking, which is not a new thing, folks. There's plenty of talk, plenty of, 
philosophical attempts to li- to discuss non-dualism. But if if we were ever to live out of a non-dualistic place, it would be a loving place. When you're kind and loving, then you're not mean and hateful. And so I believe that non-dualism is really where we are headed. It's really where we belong. It's really uh, our authentic self is a non-dualistic self, is a non uh, vibricated self. It's a, it's a non-delineated self. That there's a unity, and that unity is love and creativity and gener- generosity and kindness. And there's no dualism in those things. However, <laughs> as you well know, we don't live there, do we? We live in a place where we are still living out of our programming. We're living out of, in a, out of a place, we're living in a place, this world, where we have established every institution on the idea of right or wrong, good or bad, up or down, this or that. Matter of fact, all that we do functions that way, right? Um, As I've shared with you before, I work in a factory. And this factory produces a product to make money. And if it doesn't make money, then people lose their jobs. uh, And people struggle. Uh, And that's just one small example of dualism. We have made our economic system win-lose proposition. You're either making money, winning, and succeeding, or you're not, and you're failing. Let's talk about politics. My gosh, how dualistic do you want to get, right? Aside from religion, probably the most dualistic thing there is. Uh, I live in a country where there's two parties, basically. Uh, The United States, and one wins, one loses. And if one loses, they get their faces rubbed in the dirt. (laughs) If one wins, they make most of the decisions. It's a very dualistic notion. And you can drive down the street and read people's bumper stickers. People just don't realize that there could be a better way. There could be a a way in which we govern, which people govern for everybody. Uh, There's religion. I mean, fundamentally, uh, religion, even the religions that approach discussion about unity, uh, about pluralism, still hold on to their own dogmas for the most part. And those dogmas are usually based in dualism. All that I have read are based in dualism. This is the way, that's the way. This is what you need to adhere to. It's just the go-to place for we humans because that's what we've learned. We have learned to function in, to function out of right and wrong, good and bad. Now, the difficulty is, you know, I'm still raising kids. I have to teach them boundaries, right? I have to teach them that driving 100 miles an hour in a car is a bad thing. Uh, Don't do that. (laughs) Uh, harming other people, not doing your homework, uh, being rude. These things are bad. And so 
we find ourselves stuck in that place because I need my children to function, you know, as functioning human beings so they don't end up in, in a prison or harming themselves or someone else. So we hold on to these, these two realities at the same time. I, wanna, I want you to know that I recognize that. But when we're talking about non-dualistic being, we're really talking not so much about a moral choice as we are about raised consciousness. That if you look at non-dualism from the point of uh, the world's morality, it doesn't make any sense. That you can't really bring together non-dualism and functioning in this world. That there has to be right or wrong in the world we've created. There has to be. Uh, or, or things will be chaos. And so from a moralistic point of view, uh, non-dualism doesn't make any sense. But from a raised consciousness point of view, it's the only thing that does make sense. Because from a raised consciousness point of view, there is a unity to all things. There is a love to all things. And dualism fades away in that consciousness as not necessary. So, you know, <laughs> don't think of dualism, don't think of right or wrong as something to be fought against. Uh, it serves its purpose in the way we have created the world. Uh, rather, think of it as something that will probably fade away as you grow into your spirituality, as you grow into your spiritual being, as you transform, as your consciousness raises, as you uncover your authentic self, uh, dualism becomes an unnecessary quantity less and less. Now, we're always going to be here. We're always, you know, if we are human, we are in the way we've created things to be. And so we have to hold on to those things. We have to hold on to functioning in the world and raising consciousness at the same time. And, and I think one of, the, one of the traps, one of the struggles is that we, we think once we discover, um, you know, sort of non-dualistic thinking, that's my wife's alarm, that we can then go off and go close her door. Bear with me. Excuse me, why I close that door? Pardon me for the the interruption. As I said, my my as I have said many times, my podcasts are given with the family active family around me <clears throat> and you know part of that active family is very much a teaching and being in a dualistic world but slowly I think we all discover that dualism is false and you're not going to understand that until your consciousness raises. That may sound foolish 
from a non-raised consciousness point of view, from a, the point of view of living in this world, uh, doing away with right or wrong is, it sounds crazy. But from the perspective of love, kindness, gratitude, hope, and generosity, it makes perfect sense. As a matter of fact, it's perfectly natural that when you become more aware of who you really are, more aware of the love in the world, that it really is. Uh, uh, there's really no choice but to see things through the eyes of a, a unity, a love, and a grace. Anyway, there you go, friends. Uh, I hope this is helpful. It's a difficult topic. It's a very sort of philosophical notion from one point of view. Um, but, you know, as you become spiritually aware, it's going to make more sense. And maybe it made perfect sense to you. Maybe maybe you can explain non-dualism better than I ever could. And that would be great. Anyway, take care, my friends. We will see you uh, on the 15th uh, tomorrow, Sunday. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.